What's up, guys? I'm Brendan Schaub. If you love everything mixed martial arts, I'm talking UFC breakdowns, UFC picks, one championship picks, Bellator, PFL, you name it, your boy breaks it all down. Tune into The Shop Show, available every Monday wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Shop Show. Enjoy. What's up, guys? I'm Tori. And I'm Anissa. And this is MTV's official challenge podcast where we go behind the scenes of the challenge Spies, Lies, and Allies. This episode, we are joined by one of, we could say, the best rookies this season, the vampire himself, Emmanuel Nagu. Yes! I can't wait to talk to my boo! Yes, let the plumber come to us and tell us what he's been plumbing. Oh, no. No, he better not. Don't tell us. All right, let's get started. Okay, Tori, I did it last week. Now it's your turn. It's time for the time bomb. It's season 37, so you get 37 seconds to recap the episode. Okay. I don't know if you're ready. You're rubbing your head. That means you're ready. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm trying. You have three three seconds. Mm -hmm. Three, Mm -hmm. two, one. All right, it's getting really dead in the house. You can tell by every conversation that's going on right now. Me and Emmanuel are getting really close. We're like, bada boom, bada bing, bada bang. You don't know what that means, but we do, and we'll tell you later in the episode if that's right. You start to think, see things crumbling, and as soon as we get to the the challenge, we get really nervous because it's heights over water again. Nobody really likes that. You know who really doesn't like that? Me. But let's not talk about it. Let's get into it. CT, he slays it. He kills it. Kyle falls in the water. Emmy falls in the water, but CT holds it up, gets seven for his team. Ruby goes up. Uh oh, we shit the bed. Not only that, we fell. I fell on my head and I got a black eye from it. I'll tell you later. Also, so it's Emerald time to go up and I'm taking that ball and I'm slamming it. I'm slanging it. I'm putting it in a man. Well, woo, woo, woo. I finally got to put it in him. It felt right. Oh, <laughs> I was really channeling that one. You, re- I mean, for all the listeners out there, Tori was actually doing a rhythmic <laughs> version of what she was saying. So if you could hear her and you started to dance along with it, she herself was doing that. Yeah, I was channeling I appreciate that. you just did the dirtiest deed of the day. <laughs> Put it in him. Woo-woo. Okay, sorry. Let's keep going. <laughs> so let's talk about the play of the day. Best athletic CT. Movie. It's no-brainer. I mean, he was like Peter Pan. I'm convinced. He, he was like Tinkerbell. I don't know who he is. I'm convinced he's not from this lifetime. I'm convinced CT. He was a ballerina. He was an athletic. He was a ballerina. Yeah. Slash football player. Yeah. Slash basket. He's actually a really good basketball player. Slash, He's just not of this world. Slash Tyrannosaurus Rex. Throwing it out there. Slash Puzzlesaurus Rex. Puzzlesaurus Rex. He is uh, unstoppable, unbeatable. And if you would have seen the look in his eye that day, you would have been afraid to make eye contact with him because he was look. He would look like he was burning through your soul. He knew it was probably. Oh, he knows what to do with those baby blues. Yeah. He knew it was the last and mission most likely. Like we still don't know, but we have an idea. Like it's getting close to the end. It could be the last mission. He had a very clear idea of that. He knew if he lost, it wasn't going to be good. He went on the bus, drank his green matcha tea, some organic stuff that like he uses his power, some vitamins. And the guy just locks in. He's incredible. He's always been like that, especially over water. He's just like something different. Yeah. Like the ground, like the floor is lava. Mm -hmm. It's really lava to him. It would be different if he wasn't so big. It's like, but he's massive. Yeah. He's, and even though he's toned and smaller than he has, like, no, he's a big dude. He's always been a muscular, bigger guy. 
Yeah. And it's just crazy how he moves his body. It's insane. He's incredible. What do you think the dirtiest deed was or the best political move? I mean, I know Emmanuel ended up being in elimination, but he literally said nothing. I know. During deliberation. His politics are insane. Yeah. Do you think he's with me for political reasons? I mean, I think that he actually really likes you because he's a little lovebird. Yeah, and we used to talk about how he likes to fall in love. Yeah, he does. He do- Well, he does. It's not that he like. He's just it happens to him. He's like, I fall for people and I want to be fair. And I think if he didn't like you, he wouldn't have been with you. Yeah, no, you're so right. Well, I'm excited. We're going to have him on later in this episode. But before we have him on, I think we need to talk about a few things that happened in that challenge because Anissa, it was hilarious. First of all, this challenge was lowered. Usually our challenges above water are 45 feet above water, something like that. This one was brought down to like 25 because. Really? Because of the ladder. It was so difficult to climb back up. So they're making fun of Amanda. I get it. Like, it's funny to make jokes, but it was actually really hard to climb up for anybody. By the time you get up there. We had a challenge where we had to literally climb up a ladder like that and then transfer sides and come back down. Yeah. Ouch. And I would fall off the ladder. I mean, it was the hard, because it was on a teeter-totter like this. Yeah. It was the hard, no, the board up top. Oh, You had to climb on it and transfer, but it went like this with your weight. (gasps) So you had to go up at the same time on both sides of the ladder. They give you the jankiest ladders. Yeah. They're the worst ladders. On purpose. This ladder had no, no stability whatsoever. You could see it. Yeah. Except for this ladder wasn't supposed to be a part of the game and ended up being one of the most challenging parts. (laughs) It was very painful. And that is why I think it ultimately came down to CT winning with the time. I'm sorry, Sapphire in total. But because CT did so many run acrosses while his team was in the water and it took them so long to get back up and he didn't get knocked down, the time that he was able to get seven capsules was much quicker because everybody on Emerald who was getting them was falling in, coming back up, and it took a, a lot longer for them to achieve. Yeah, that I, I didn't even realize at first that you guys had a ladder. I thought once you got hit, you were out of the game. No. You had to climb back up. Well, or you could have just, you know, been like Amanda and stayed down there. I think she stayed down there the entire time. But it was also part of the Emerald strategy. For the record, they were like, they realized that we, they realized what we were doing. We were waiting for all of them to cross. Once they had the um, capsules, we were then throwing the bags at them and knocking them off with a capsule. If we knocked them off without a capsule, that capsule's still in play. So we needed them right. to get the capsule. So that's why right. we were letting them go. But it was really difficult to not let Amanda go. Like, I had the opportunity to hit her that one time. I'm like, I got it. I got to do it. You know? We love the ones where you get to, like, sabotage people. Yeah, it was so funny. But it is a good strategy um, to have when Amanda did fall because the less people that are going is kind of a little bit beneficial because they can move a little. If you get your best people. Yeah, right. They can just go back and forth versus waiting for people. Like, when Nellie was, like, moving back and, like, lying down and doing all of that. Yeah. Opposed to, like, C2 was on his feet the whole time. Nelson was like doing the matrix out there. I mean, Oh, I know. I saw, I saw it was amazing. Like I'm so surprised. The problem was once you had a capsule, you had both hands to manage to get down, right? Once you had a capsule, you only have one hand to kind of like do that. You're nervous that a capsule is going to get flung out of your hand, which is what happened to me. One of the capsules literally got knocked out by a bag. I didn't even fall. So it's very hard to maneuver with the, with the capsule. It was, you couldn't have put it in your shorts. The well, if you, you? if you if you would have fallen, you would have fallen on it. Oh, in your in your plus squan. Yeah, you don't want that. In my what? <laughs> in your cooch. <gasps> my plus squan? It's actually it's actually a conjugation in Spanish, which it's called the plus squan perfecto. We could just edit that out. 
<laughs> I don't want to. I'm interested, but we can move on. <laughs> Moving on from Husqvani, let's talk about let's talk about how Logan is obviously pissed. He's on Ruby now, but he was crushing it when he was with Sapphire and then Sapphire inevitably voted him into elimination. Like, how do you think you would have felt if that would have been you? I mean, it's part of the game. I think that he's a really good competitor. I think that endurance wise, running wise, like probably one of the best runners there. Yeah. Good at puzzles. I mean, if this is the time to get mi amor, Mm -hmm. then this is the time to do it. I agree. I feel like if tables were turned, he would have voted CT in. I agree. Yep. I think he knew that. I know a lot of other people don't have the balls to do that, but Logan does. Logan doesn't give a shit. Yeah. But I love that he's loyal because I told him before I left him, like, Devin, Tori, like, mm-hmm. ride into the sunset, win this fucking money. Devin really had his back this game. I know he did. And I think Logan's a, a straight up guy. And I'm I'm happy about that. Yeah. I was just sad to see him go on something like that because yeah. I feel like he could have gone all night too. Yeah, his hamstring for sure. It definitely yeah. wasn't in the best spot. But you know what? You know who could have definitely gone all night? The guy that we're about to have on this episode. And man, well. We actually know he can go all night. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I love when you get nervous. It's the craziest thing because you will literally <laughs> talked about tampons last last, yeah. <laughs> last podcast. Yeah, I did. The minute I mention a guy. Well, let's take a break. Let me get some water and go put on some makeup because I want to look cute for when a man well comes on the podcast. So stay tuned, guys. What's up, guys? I'm Brendan Schaub. If you love everything mixed martial arts, I'm talking UFC breakdowns, UFC picks, one championship picks, Bellator, PFL, you name it, your boy breaks it all down. Tune into The Shop Show, available every Monday wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Shop Show. Enjoy. All right, guys, welcome back to our favorite part of the podcast. This is where we get to introduce somebody extra special. And today we are introducing the one and only vampire, the other half of the plumbing crew, Emmanuel Nagu, baby, what's up? <laughs> I forgot, my oh, plumber. No. Hey, how's it been? How have you- how's it going? How's the plumbing business going? <laughs> Shut hey, up. it's going great. <laughs> See. Since the since that aired, I I got a lot of you know requests. Oh, have you? Let, yeah, let <laughs> let me fucking find out. <laughs> uh, it's so great to have you on the show. It's like amazing having you on this season. You snuck up and became one of the most savage rookies. Like, I mean, you kind of always were. You started off hot. Yeah. You got Casey first. You were the first person to your teammate in the very beginning. Now you're it's all a the way at the end. Push up situation. Yeah, like you're a. You're a natural at this game. So how have you been and what is it like watching the episodes back this season for you? Well, thank you so much. And I'm happy to be doing this with you guys. You you two are amazing. And I love you both. Oh, um, so yeah, I don't know what you, you're saying. Did you say I'm one of the most savage? Yeah, you're really good at this. I mean, from crawling in the mud on my last the last challenge that I did, watching it back, you were amazing at that. Like Mm. you really you put on a weighted vest and and dingleberries. I don't know what they were. (laughs) These balls that hung from you weighted, whatever, and crawled up the crawled up. You are a diff. I mean, anyone who could do Survivor for months. Yeah, not. American survivor of 39 days months. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when you when you come from nothing, then you can't just do eating anything. blueberries. <laughs> yeah. When you come from only blueberries. <laughs> no, no, but yeah, it's just 
just having fun. You know what I think? Like we have the opportunity of getting to know you so in-depthly because we've all had conversations with you personally and like really gotten to know you. And I think that like your story does. No, get you've hi- really got. Okay, to okay, know. okay, okay, okay. But <laughs> your story does get highlighted on the show. But I feel like it's so much deeper and bigger than like what is really out there. So would you mind just like telling us more about yourself, where you came from, the shows you've been on before, and what brought you to the challenge? For anyone right. who doesn't yeah. know. I don't I, I don't really want to put my story out there to be like, okay, so this is how I live or this is how I used to live or this is what I fight for. I'm giving to people um, like some reasons why I do everything I do, mm-hmm. but I don't want to make this, I'm this and I'm crying and oh my God, my wife is like this. I don't want to do that. Yeah, everyone is going through a lot of shit. Everyone has their problems. Um, I don't think is there is there a lot to unfold from my life but i'm coming from romania from a poor village and i grew up really happy that's that's everything that's so sweet and you came into this challenge knowing somebody else who came from romania you came in knowing emmy and she had an incredible game this season too what was it like to watch her play this game and how was it playing with her yeah um we only met like half a year before the challenge uh, on oh. our survivor season. We kind of knew each other because we work in the same industry, but never really talked to each other. But then we kind of got close uh, on survivor and then watching her on the challenge. It was fun. It was fun because I knew that this is how she's going to be. Like she's going to be dramatic crying and it was really helpful because I had her there and some of my strategies were based on um, her intel. Like she would come and tell me what she's oh. talking to other people. That was, yeah. we, we've been hyping that. You weren't hiding that. Yeah. yeah, but we had some moments when I played it as, <laughs> as yeah, I don't want to talk to Amy too much. You know, she's this and that. But this was just to, you know. Oh! Throw us off. I'm giving oh, no, you a little bit of because I was like, Whoa! can I put her into elimination? He was like, you got to do what you got to do. I'm like, I wanted him to fight a little bit more, but I get why he did it. I mean, the very first elimination, right? And so that's what you're talking about? Yeah. Tori's been trying to hide that we're friends. It's what? not working out very well. Oh, yeah. I did try. Well, that's because the first time people realized we were friends, they were like, yeah, throw them into elimination against each other. I didn't like the way that ended up. So, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. But I but- think she'd been hiding that we were friends, too, when I had to go into elimination. Who, Emmy? No, you. Excuse me. <laughs> You're so she was she about was this. she was fucking cheering for you in her heart. Yeah, you didn't hear my heart it screams. Did. Your heart was with me down there. Yeah, so I I heard it. <laughs> I love it. Do you guys just want a couple moments to talk to each other about love? No, we no? talk all the time. We're good. And he's like, I wanted let's, to be a part of it. Let's get you in the combo. All right. Well, I'd like to know. Do you think Survivor got you ready for this challenge? Um. Yes. 100%. It got me into making strategies with people that think different than me. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it got me kind of reading other people's strategies. And yeah, I, I was going to say about the, the, the missions, but I've always been um, um, athletic. But yes. And also Survivor got me on the show. Like, yeah, true. Yeah. 
Did you ever watch a challenge before you got on it? Because it seems like you came into it pretty prepared. <laughs> what made you think um, that? When I got a call, I did watch a lot. But before that, I only, uh, I only um, saw some YouTube videos with eliminations and uh, all that kind of stuff. Just like. Mm. Um, so you watched us. Yeah, I knew you guys. I knew who you guys are. So and Eddie, when I, I told you, when I got a call, I did my research. So yeah. really invested myself into it. Uh, Emmy came into the game like knowing that she wanted to work with Uncle CT. Did you come into the game knowing who you wanted to work with? Yes. Um, who? You. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to work I, with you, but like not. No, he wanted to work with, with Casey. Come on. No, I, yeah, Which is great. My Casey's plan, amazing. My plan was to work with, with Casey. Um, because yeah obviously she's a strong competitor and also because of the alliance she's in um, yeah that alliance paid off this season big brother well for me it did <laughs> yeah and then, it fell, and then it fell apart yeah yeah but yeah so i came in i came in yeah knowing what i am going to do i also had anisa and you on my list because Ooh. um i i watched the, the last season the um, double agents and I saw which Anissa list was that? Way. Was it the list of people I really want to work with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that um, kind of work. We all know that list was long for you, boo. You was out there getting it. Okay, sorry. Let's keep moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. I was on. like, I want to work with her. I want to work with her. He had every girl on I that really list. want to work Ooh, with okay. her. I mean, I wanted to work with you three, but I ended up working with a lot. Yeah, we know. <laughs> it's okay. It's totally okay. We don't blame you. Yeah, no. It's your first season. You gotta Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. 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 Um, so we've heard so many horror stories about international Survivor shows. What is the craziest thing you ever did on Survivor Romania? Um, I don't know. Everything was crazy. Like, just like, you know, you feel like you want to pee and just roll over and pee and then roll back and sleep. And pee? Yeah. Wait, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> what? Yeah, this is a horror story. I used to sleep and then pee and then sleep. <laughs> you're next to the sea. You roll over. You what? have the sea. You pee. Roll back. <laughs> a sea pee. So you do a sea pee. A sea pee. <laughs> so the worst. I love yeah. That. Can't. I think five months doing Survivor is the, is the most intense thing about it. That sounds horrible. <laughs> Did you I mean, five I, months? Hunting was also a thing. Especially when you had to fight with bees. I was stung by bees like mm. probably 20, 25 just to get two cans of uh, honey. Wow. They use that as a form of therapy. Um, I didn't know if you know that. But yeah, now I'm allergic. Yeah, well, don't do it then. It's definitely not for everybody. Um, have you ever taken an aqua dump? Do you know what that is? Yes. So did you take did you take an aqua dump? Um I think everyone did, but yeah, I did. And you know what happened when I was young? Now that you're saying this, when I was so young, I was uh, with my parents at the seaside, and an aqua dump just came right to me and it went <gasps> no. in my mouth. It went in my mouth. <laughs> no, <laughs> never kissing you again. <laughs> I'm never kissing you again either. <laughs> We're never kissing you oh again. My God. Oh, damn. Well, I gotta call Amanda. <laughs> yeah we did forget that that was your first crush on the show was amanda do you feel different about that now yeah it was i mean before i met her yeah i don't even remember it wasn't a thing wait who's amanda 
Tori's gone silent. Tori's gone dead silent. <laughs> we'll let you Tori's clean that up. We'll let you clean that up later. Listen, I need to move so, on. So let's get to the episode. Yeah, you, you go. You guys are laying in the grass. You're wearing my favorite color, purple. Mm-hmm. What What was the season like having Tori there? Uh, was you, you know what? was interesting because I used to get a lot of messages saying, don't trust Tori. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants her to win. Amy was going crazy even before we got in the house talking about Tori that she can trust her and all of that. And then when we stepped in the house and we got the files and we looked at Tori and Amy was like, wow, no, don't beat her. And I was like, I'm going to beat her. And then she was like going, like, nobody wanted uh, like to mess with Tori because of how social media was acting. Yeah. And There's you can tell because all the girls um, at the beginning um, had a problem with that. But she was a strong competitor, Tori. And then when she partnered up with Ed, this is where to me it was like, okay, I'm, I felt like I was the strongest uh, team. I was on the strongest team with uh, Casey. But then when Ed came and then uh, he partnered up with Tori, I, I actually never thought about Tori in the way I'm thinking about her now. So at that point, I just wanted to split them and do something like, right, guys, you, you, you need to stay away from each other because you guys are a strong one. And I knew Tori was with Devin and everyone that's against who I was with, right? But that was I, in the beginning of the game. And then it goes into Emerald City of Dreams. So, like, it was a huge merge. It was, like... Casey, Nani, you, Josh, me, Devin. Like, it was, like, a huge merge. This mass. Unexpected one. Unexpected, yeah. But then we got, that's when we really got super close. Um, Yeah. Uh, We got I think the plumbing, when you guys were plumbers, I think that was the closest you've ever been. Yeah. So, answering your question, how was having Tori there? At the beginning, it was just, like, a normal game. But then when you know, when the toilet start, start breaking. And to be honest, it got maybe a little harder because you start, you know, investing some time, some emotions with someone mm-hmm. in the house and you're more open and your yeah. head is not 100% in the game. Yeah, it was true. But also it's somewhere the, else. Also at the same time, it's like when you're stuck in the house that long, if you do yeah. find somebody that you connect with, it does ease the experience because there's a lot yeah. of time where you're just waiting around that. and sitting. So it's like, you know how it goes. Like you get towards the end and you're like, well, there's you can you can feel it in each episode. It starts to feel like quiet. There's only like minimal conversations going on. And those are the moments where you're like, all right, I'm going to walk around the house. I'm going to play chess for the 50th time. Pool? <laughs> am I going to swim? Am I going to do sauna? Am I going to shit? Like, what am I going to do? And who am I? Who am I going to share these moments with? Because who am I going to do it with? Who am I going to do it with? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So who am I going to roll over and pee with? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Well. But let's get into this challenge because this challenge was fucking hilarious. It was called Dead Drop, and that's what you did. You dropped, or we both did. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay. Matt well fucking got rocked. <laughs> I rocked him. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yeah, you got to do what you got to do, baby. I When I was watching, I was definitely nervous. Like, how did you feel? Because I feel like you're really agile. You're quick on your feet. And then Tori comes and hits you with a, a sandbag. I know, right? I actually fell just so I make her feel good. Aww. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, My problem is that, like, the first three 
for two um, tries. I just wanted to get there quick, and it didn't happen. I didn't. I wasn't calm enough, <laughs> and it didn't happen. It was harder to get back on the platform than to run across it and come back. So yeah. you're wasting a lot of time if you're falling down. The ladder was so high and so hard to climb it. Yeah, it was. It was basically a rope. Yeah. yeah. So, big. I mean, the person, the single-handed person who killed this was obviously CT dominating. So good. I mean, we were out there trying to knock him off. It was he impossible. He Peter Pan the shit out of it. It was impossible. He used everything. Yeah, he was heavier than all those bowls. So if you hit him <laughs> with those bowls, he's not going to move. He's heavier than all of them. And then he would throw them back. And you would yeah. be fucking terrified. You'd be like, ah, I don't want to fall. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. Did anybody fall in? From from the other side? No. Mm -mm. I was nervous about that. I was like, are they harnessed in? Or no, are they stapled we in? Harnessed. We weren't. How? You know that that could have easily happened. Oh, yeah. Well, we were scared. And they said if you fall in, you have to stay off, I think, for the entire game. There was yes. a rule like that. So we were just like, all right, don't fall in, you know. But it was a lot wider on that side of the platform. Yes. So, Emmanuel, what's one thing you think you've learned from a vet like CT or Tori that you would take into another season of the challenge if you are asked to come back? Oh, that was a good question. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I always think about myself that I don't need anything from anyone else. I don't need to take anything from anyone else. I just read that. Yeah, I, got I think you played a really good game, I and I don't it. think that you exposed yourself enough to even for anyone to be like, well, he's a liar, or he's he's this, or he's that. I mean, you know you what? So under the radar, it worked out perfectly for you. I'm going to say this. I'm going to be honest now. Um, a lot of strategies and a lot of stuff that I did in the house they didn't even make air because on my survivor um i used to do a lot of strategies off camera because people at home would think i'm a snake i'm a liar and you needed audience votes on survivor so that's why i was more used to be really sneaky so i've done a lot of those and that's why you know it's not much to show about what why am I still in the game? Tori, we need to go on Survivor. Well, I, I'm i more interested right now in, in how he's saying, like, he had a lot of strategies that he, like, purposefully didn't want to be caught on camera. And I wonder, like, now that you're on a different show where audience votes don't affect it and you can see that, like, you're not necessarily, like, acknowledged as a strategist because no one can really see your strategy. Do you almost regret not having a lot of those conversations on camera? No, <laughs> no, I don't regret that. And I don't want to talk too much here because, you know, I don't know who's going to listen to. I mean, people don't know what you said, so it's totally fine. I think it's absolutely brilliant. I mean, you weren't an asshole to anybody. Mm -hmm. You're likable. You have a lot of things about your personality. I think that makes people not really... I bottom line, like you're really good athletically. So I don't even know. You wouldn't even need to talk, period. You just need to perform. <laughs> Thanks. I had some of those moments. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know yeah. what? I want to know. I want to know what happened in deliberation because I didn't say anything. Still didn't go and, for it. In. <laughs> yeah. So like, what was the behind the scenes strategy there? Because obviously something must have been said. Um. Well, obviously, Emmy wasn't going to vote for me. Right. She was going to vote for Logan. Right. And Kyle wasn't going to vote for me um, 
Because we're going to vote for Logan. Because I, I was closer to Kyle than Logan was to Kyle. Yeah, that's true. Logan and oh, Kyle. And, okay. Um, yeah, we shared this. I mean, I was with Logan too. We shared the same room. Um, we talked a lot. I used to talk strategies with Kyle more than some other players that I was close to. So it was a little bit more trust between me and Kyle than Logan and Kyle. So at that point, what City was voting wasn't um, wasn't a problem. Yeah, being friendly and helping people when I get a chance uh, helped me in the end. How did you feel when, like, did you expect that Logan was going to call you down? Um, I did. How did you feel when he did? I did expect him to call me because I knew he was, he had to deal with Logan. They were very close. I was very close with Logan too. He would never call me um, in the, in the layer, but he made the deal with Devin mm-hmm. and he cared more about that deal than the game actually. Cause you know, it, it he kind of pulled a ad move because he could have stayed in the game. He could have stayed in the game. Yeah, because he could have called out Devin had he not made a promise. Yeah. And, I mean, I love Devin, but there's a good chance that he wasn't going to beat Logan in that. Yeah. Like, you two were the probably the best people in the entire house to compete in that. To not, do it. Not yeah. even the people left in the game, like, in the game overall. Like, I don't know who would have beat either one of you guys. Yeah. yeah. That um, elimination, like, was almost tailor-made for you. So how confident were you going into it? I was very confident. I knew... I think Logan thought we we're going to do a puzzle and that helped him not pick Devin because you couldn't really see what's in there. You see like a little screen and That's some true. numbers and probably that, that topped his decision. And I was very confident, very confident. I knew I just have to run and jump. I saw that. And you didn't even jump. You like floated above it. Yeah, right. Like I remember I had better shots, to be honest. Like, I was doing <laughs> waves and stuff like that. But... Cool. I, I was in my element. Cool, bro. <laughs> you were. <laughs> yeah, you were. Just jumping over shit. Do you feel like that would be your ideal elimination? Or if not, what do you feel like would be your ideal elimination? Um, maybe, yeah, that, that could be an ideal elimination. Um, something like speed, like um, anything with speed, climbing, jumping, Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think everything a part of a pole brawl and a pole wrestle. Yeah, just depending you're... on who I'm going against. If I'm going right. against someone, yeah, I feel I like you me. could weasel your way out of a pole wrestle. I, I think yeah, that, yeah, yeah, a pole yeah. wrestle. I think you'd yeah. be real, really agile that you could get somebody in some weird positions. Yeah, I got really long <laughs> arms. <gasps> whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa, wee wow. Speaking and of and a whoa, puzzle, whoa, depending whoa. on if I'm going against CT on a puzzle, that that would be. Or Devin. CT is a problem in everything. CT, he beat me twice on a, on a puzzle on, in this game on missions. Like, I was close to beat him, but of course yeah. I couldn't. Yeah, he's, he's a monster. Yeah. I have a question. Um, How did you train for this season? And I really want to know the truth. Like, I want to know all the weird shit you did. Because I watched it. Yeah, so I used to climb um, blocks without hardness, just like go on buildings here in Bucharest and just like climb and um no I'm kidding I'm I'm like what oh fuck you (laughs) I I forget no I'm gonna tell you one thing about this man you literally 
ate so many blueberries and told me back in my village we were too poor to afford blueberries and I felt so fucking bad for you. And I was every time I'd find blueberries, I'd be like, oh, my God, Emmanuel needs these. And you were like, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I felt I wanted to buy him every blueberry that that Mother Earth has. You know, it's funny. It's funny when you meet new people, they can believe anything you say. So that's why I'm kind of doing that. But yeah, manipulator. um, I (laughs) talking about you. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Right. Um, yeah, I trained, um, spe- I, I did specially like CrossFit endurance uh, stuff. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that was the main uh, training that I had before coming into the house. Mm-hmm. I used to do parkour. I'm doing dancing. And um, I have really good coordination with, uh, between my, my, my limbs, my body. Like I know every single muscle in my, my body and I know how to move it. Yeah, it's incredible. Mm, that you do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You're leaving the door open for me, Emmanuel. I have to take a step in every time. God. Well, you know what? Speaking of uh, muscles and strength, let's talk about the female elimination queen of this season, Emmy. How proud of you. Wait, what? How proud, How of, proud you? of you? Oh, there it is. How proud <laughs> of you were for her for winning all well. of those eliminations? <laughs> wow. I am. I'm I'm still telling her, man, you're just something else. She 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 would never think she could do that. I would yeah. never think that she could pull that off. And I'm so proud of her. And she's like she's I can see her. She's so happy. She's doing so great now. And this this season I think helped her uh build her trust, her confidence a little bit more. Because mm-hmm. she really understood that. Man. Yeah, it was really nice watching her grow. Yeah. So TJ tells us tonight on this episode, it's a night of eliminations. You just did an elimination. What do you think this means? Um, at this point, um, I feel confident. I just won an elimination, and I feel like TJ wants me to go home. That's how I feel. Really? Yeah, because I'm the only rookie. No, so that's how I feel in my heart. But ah. it's not just TJ. It's not TJ. It's everyone. No, but I think TJ of all people knows what it's like. Like he's watched all of us in our yeah. He was. Seasons. I, I think he was. Well, actually, no, he never watched me in my rookie season. But he's watched all of you, and I think he's like a proud papa when people do really well. So I don't think he would when he sees an yeah. athlete like you. As somebody who, you know, no, I think I think we like did all this other stuff. I think we've been talking too much about what's going to happen. We've been talking about purges. We've been talking about a lot of shit. And then he was like, you know what, guys, you're here. Let's get some more people sent home. (laughs) Yeah, it was the worst night ever. It honestly made me feel like I was in the Hunger Games. I was like, what? Like, we were so close. And it's like two more people are definitely going home. Ugh. And he didn't specify guys, girls, like he didn't say shit. Yeah. So we don't don't know what we don't know. I mean, you guys may know what's going on. I don't wasn't there. Really glad I wasn't. Um, Sounds like an awful night. Yeah. It's like my worst nightmare is night of eliminations. Mm -hmm. But you're already. Yeah. You just won one. You are on a high right now. Mm -hmm. Endorphins are going. You're ready to go. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think 
you'll have to compete again. I mean, there aren't a lot of I guys. Hope not. We don't know if like is Emerald gonna have to like. Yeah. It does. It's not fair. It doesn't seem fair to me that it's a night of eliminations and Kyle and CT and Emmy are safe. Yeah. Uh, when we have like about you just 20 gotta eliminations wait and see. to you go. Just, you just got to wait and see. You just got to wait and see. Let's not even talk about it yeah. because I'm telling you, you're going to be like, holy shit. It's insane. Yeah. I don't know what you to expect, but I'm see. really, yeah, it's really insane. excited to watch it. And it sounds insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Beeb, a.k.a. Emmanuel, this oh is God, our I... final. <laughs> this is our final question. So we asked this to everybody on the podcast. This season is called Spies, Lies, and Allies. Who? No, stop. You know who the biggest spy is? No, let me Emmanuel. Let me ask the question. <laughs> I know, but I hope that he who, knows he is. Who is the, is the biggest spy, the biggest liar, and the biggest ally from this episode specifically? Oh my God, I think. The biggest ally would be Logan. For picking you? But Oh, for to Devin. Just yeah, yeah. For the, the okay. Devin situation. Not towards me. Yeah. Um Right, then a liar. Ah, who will be a liar? Hmm. Oh, I, what do you guys think? Who was the liar in this episode? I don't know if there really Honestly, was one. there wasn't a liar, but somebody who I think was... Uh, God, I don't know. I don't think that there really was. But CT was, like, in the chamber acting like he wanted everybody to kind of, like, sell yeah. themselves. Yeah. And he knew what... They already knew what they were doing. So... Yeah, yeah. I could see that... Not that it was ah. a strategy, but they knew what they were doing. And so he was like really. Maybe, or maybe to... you, Tori. I'm a liar. Uh, I mean. For what? Not in the full sense of that. So listen, guys, this isn't the time to work this out. We could do this after hours in a different space. You can call mics, me the liar space. and then not back it up. So why do you think I'm the liar? Well, you tell me I'm playing with you and then you're shouting for Logan. You're, she said she shouted with her heart. What else do you want? Yeah, he, 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 like, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? What do you want from me? She snuggled you. She made air pizza with the blanket. She's done so much stuff. She's plumbed. She's plumbed. <laughs> she's been a plumber with you. Jeez. Uh, these I'm kidding. So I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. Yeah. We know. I, all right. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to call CT the liar and then the spy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always gonna be. You are, you are a sneaky sneak. Yeah. No, no. Sneaky Don't put vampire. this on the podcast. Don't let anyone. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna put this on my Patreon. So if you guys want to listen to this, <laughs> oh, you're gonna... go ahead. Plug yourself. You're gonna go up... ahead. you're gonna upload this podcast on your Patreon. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you guys want to hear this, you... go to my subscribe to my OnlyFans. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Yes, we can't wait to to hear it through your pictures. All right, well, speaking, <laughs> or of, videos. speaking of places to find you, where can the listeners find you? How can we support you? And what else How do you How can I plug? get 100% off the OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a seven days trial. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, guys, you can find me on IG at Emmanuel.neagu. That is me. And then from there... You can find everything else. Link in bio. Yeah. Twenty five percent after this is. 
A- Abraham Lincoln bio over there. All right, cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. We absolutely it's so adore nice you. to see you. You're an incredible athlete. You're an incredible contender. And I can't wait to see what happens next week because you're a monster. Thank you, guys. And you're, a nice, you're a nice guy. Yeah. You too, girls. And I love you so much. Carlos King, I'm Carlos King, one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television. I have produced high-profile programs such as eight seasons of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I've created shows such as Netflix's Styling Hollywood, OWN's number one rated love and marriage, Huntsville, just to name a few. I am thrilled to announce Reality with the King, where we'll discuss all things reality TV. I have interviewed everyone from Mimi Leakes, Teresa Judice, and Kenya Moore. Each episode, we will rehash shocking portrayals, honey. Yes! Hilarious shade! And all the drama from the Real Housewives franchise, The Bachelor, to my very own love and marriage franchise and much more. Reality with the King podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. Now hit that follow button, child, or subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Tori, it was wonderful to talk to your fellow plumber. Oh, my God. Um, I'm really excited to see where this business goes. Thank you. Um, If it's going to become an international business. Ooh, I, love I think that. it may. It may even go to Amsterdam. We we don't know Ooh, yet. I guess what we'll But um it's also awesome amazing. Awesome amazing. Jesus Christ. It's awesome amazing. It's awesome amazing to talk to <laughs> Emmanuel. I adore him. He has always been um I've always liked him uh from day one. So yeah. I am happy that we got to talk to him and that he got to tell us a couple uh, tips and tricks. Yeah, I agree. For Tori's playbook. Yeah, I love the tip for the play. Okay, let's talk about... Um, Not the tip for the play. <laughs> let's, 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 let's talk about... Challenge I, Confidential. Yeah, I want to know some shit from this episode. Some things from this episode that us viewers at home don't know and would like to know. Okay, I want to be very clear. It might have looked very funny up there when everybody was getting hit with those bags, but a lot of people ended up kind of injured from that. I fell on one of the capsules and got a black eye, and you can't really see it because I do my makeup so well. No, like not well in general. (laughs) Not well in general, but I, I, I covered it up well, okay? You looked amazing. Thanks. I covered it up really well, but I had a freaking black eye it was like right in the crease of my eyelid so i made it look like dark eyeshadow it was very easy for a girl oh that's not too bad but if you look like a full black eye no but if you look close enough there are other people with black eyes and somebody and i can't say who even chipped their tooth listen it's not a challenge if someone's not getting hurt yeah it's probably true it was painful that one we were like and not only are you following falling in water once like you fell in over and over and over again. And it was painful. But you have to try it. You got to risk it for the biscuit, baby. And you didn't get any biscuits. I didn't, but I risked, I risked it. I risked yes, it. Yes, you did risk. You did risk it. Yeah, thank you. I tried. But listen, it was a great episode. Next episode is probably going to be my favorite. I mean, just because it's so intense. It was the yeah, worst now, part. Of- now shit's heating up. Yeah. It was the worst part of the season to be a part of. But because, you know, obviously it was very scary, but I love the intensity. I love the change up. So now that I'm not in it anymore and um, I'm excited to see what happens. So Anissa, 
do us a favor, plug your socials and let us know where we can ask you questions about this week or upcoming weeks of the challenge. My OnlyFans is... Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> teaser. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Um, Instagram, Anissa MTV. That's A-N-E-E-S-A-M-T-V. Send me your listener questions, thoughts, comments, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Tori, where can they find you? You can find me in Romania. No, I'm just kidding. You can find me at Tori underscore deal. And uh, yeah, slide into the DMs. Let me know what you guys think about the podcast. We love it when you share it on your stories. We reshare it on ours when we see it. Please share it. Please let your friends know that if they watch the challenge, this is the best challenge podcast because it's official. It's the official challenge podcast. So make sure you watch the challenge and you listen every Thursday as we go behind the scenes of the challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies. And then join us Fridays as we pull back the curtain on season two of the Challenge All-Stars, only on MTV's official Challenge podcast. Carlos King, Hanny. I'm Carlos King, one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television. Produce high profile programs such as eight seasons of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I've created shows such as Netflix's Styling Hollywood, owns number one rated Love and Marriage Huntsville, just to name a few. I am thrilled to announce Reality with the King, where we'll discuss all things reality TV. I have interviewed everyone from Mimi Leaks, Teresa Judai and Kenya Moore. Each episode, we will rehash shocking portrayals, honey. Yes! Hilarious shade. And all the drama from the Real Housewives franchise, The Bachelor, to my very own love and marriage franchise, and much more. Reality with the King podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. Now hit that follow button, child, or subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. <laughs>